Greetings, cyberspace, and welcome to episode 244 of the Double Density Podcast with your host, Barney and Angelo. Double Density is your home to tech tales and paranormal primers. Now, first things first, Angelo, we don't, you know, we usually record on Sundays, but we're recording a few days after um, our last episode because of the fact that we have some life stuff going on on the weekend. So we're kind of um, putting more of a timeless episode out a little bit here. Yeah, I I mean, I, I think we'll talk about Mac OS Sonoma that I just updated to this week. But uh, not well, here, much I wanna, tech I wanna do some, stuff. I want to do some some housekeeping things first. Go for it. Okay. Perfect. So after our discussion last week about you being drafted in the Indian Canadian War, um, uh, you know, uh, as you are wants to be, I got some some comments and some questions for you. Okay. So the first one is Angelo. What will you do when you're forced to use Windows computers in the army? Can I go a wall? You you definitely can, Angelo. Yeah. If you if you had to choose one ankle to save, which one would it be? The, hmm, I guess the left one. Okay. Interesting. Is there a reason why? Because I, I kick with my right foot. Ah, okay. So that I can kick with my right, like, whatever's left over. Well, it's which ankle to save, right? So if you're... Yeah, you're, so, but, but I, if I kick, I don't kick with my left. If I, so if I, if I'm, sta- I have to, if I'm standing on my right, then I can't kick with my remaining leg. Of course. Okay. That makes sense. Um, Angelo, what will you do? It doesn't, your, uh, but that's Okay. Can't believe you're cutting into my question time here. Angelo, what will you do when you're out in the field and you don't get cell reception on that fancy iPhone 15 to watch guitar pedal videos? I will play guitar pedal music in my head. So oh, right, I can okay. Imagine it. I'm liking these. I'm liking these. Finally, Angelo, how many packs of cards will you be bringing with you to wow your fellow drafted soldiers with tricks? And how do you think that's going to work out for you? I just need one deck. One deck one of deck. cards. I'll All be right. happy. All right, go to the commissary, get that one deck of cards. Fun fact... The great Cardini learned how to do card tricks while he was in World War One. He had every soldier was given a deck of cards. You tell me some guys walk around with the name Cardini. Like, is it a legitimate name or is it a stage name? It was a stage name. Oh, because like that's he was also, he was Welsh, I believe. Okay. Um, and uh, in terms he, of like, it's, but I'm, I'm, before I forget, in terms of like a magic people, magicians, tricksters, etc. Cardini, rate it good or not? Name like what? Would, like, is this a name? Bad name? It's hard because to separate the name from undoubtedly one of the most incredible sleight of hand magicians that have ever, ever lived, it's it's kind of hard to say that the name is bad because it's it's so good. And he just kind of wanted to be Houdini, but with cards, right? So he the great Cardini. Yeah, I'm reading. I'm reading. So his name is Richard Valentine Pitchford, and I'm reading his wiki article now. Cardini wore a tux suit, a tuxedo, cape, top hat, and white gloves, and was billed as the suave deceiver. Also. A heavy smoker, suffered from peptic ulcers, and died from a stomach-related condition in November 1973. So he couldn't predict, foresee his own maladies. Or no, but care. he's not that type of magician. He was a he was an actual card magician band. in terms. Of, yeah, he was do, doing cards. He wasn't. Do you like, think whatever he, he was, was a Yuri Geller set, type guy? Do you think when he was giving a set and he was doing like non-card tricks, people were yelling at him? Well, he would do. Uh, it was all sleight of hand. This set, so he was doing card tricks and cigarette tricks as well. And no, people were very impressed. But but what I'm saying is that like you know in terms of branding, if you call yourself Cardini, you better stick to the cards. Yeah, if he starts pulling rabbits out of that's cards, what I'm saying, right? Be, yeah. So if yeah. he's sawing his assistant in half, he's not Cardini; he's Sautini. Yeah, no good. All right, let's talk about Apple. I know that you want to talk about Sonoma, so I'll let you do this. Well, I mean, just quickly, it's it's not a huge update, but there's some fun little things that they've added. I really like the live desktops that they have, so it's. When you have a screensaver on, the screensaver, when it stops, kind of like slowly transitions to the desktop. It's a really well done effect. 
And I know people don't really get excited about screensavers ever since the toaster screensaver. Of I was going to say flying toasters, man. Yeah, but this is actually pretty cool. It it kind of the lock screen is looks good. Everything looks good with that. Great. Uh, it's just nice to have like these extra little touches. Sometimes uh, I was just displaying some of the new video conferencing features where if I put a thumbs up, you'll see a special thing. And we tested a few, Brian and I. So we, we tested thumbs up and thumbs down. They work. Two thumbs up, you get fireworks. Two thumbs down, you get stuck in a rainstorm. And if I put the flash the peace symbols, balloon come, balloons come up. But what doesn't work, Angelo? The middle finger did not work. And the shrug. What The shrug, yeah. I'd have to look up what actual sort of emotes actually do anything right. i haven't really looked that up so i was just kind of experimenting there's a i it's it's a pretty stable release i usually worry about installing these things first yeah you're usually day. a day one boy like yeah for better and for worse a ride or die yeah there's widgets now you can put them on the desktop i've tried i don't really care for them like widgets, you don't need a whatever. stock ticker no and i'm not uh, like even on the iphone everybody's super excited about widgets and how they're actionable and stuff and i really don't care that much I was going to say, you don't, don't actively know. use a lot of apps during the day that would require um, either a widget or a widget component to it, right? That's true. And well, and uh, from one thing to another, just quickly, people these days are saying that these new iPhones are heating up real quick. Seems like a lot of the people having these issues are using Facebook and Instagram. And apparently Instagram is not optimized for iOS 17. And people having a lot of issues, be it on the new iPhones or even old iPhones, if they're on iOS 17, it heats up your phone real quick. By the way, your camera's auto settings are going crazy right now. They keep zooming really? in and out on you. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's the new, uh, it's the new uh, continuity camera or whatever your, it's called. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, your camera's very impatient. Huh, weird. One thing I did want to bring up though, that uh, you wanted to show me is you wanted to show me your screen did not work well. Um, I'm going to drop a link both on Instagram as well as Twitter to uh, show you what I saw when Angelo was like, let me share my screen with you. Yeah, it, uh, <laughs> I think it showed the top of my head and that's the, it. Yeah, and the, a bit of audio hijack in the back. Yeah, too bad. So Angelo, last week you revealed your innocence in terms of news items, right? And so I told you I would be putting together a fake news slash real news quiz. So we're going to launch into this. And, I can't uh, wait. All of this is Canadian and Montreal in nature, so I have three questions for you. And so, you know, listeners get to, you know, non-Canadian, non-Montreal listeners get to to understand a bit of where we're coming from. So, Angelo. Are they all fake? So, one of the three is fake, two no. of the three are so fake? So, each, like, each of them is multiple choice. I have one, two real, one fake. So, you got to figure out okay, which one great. the fake one is. Or fun. the real this one, sorry. Fun. Two fakes, one we'll, real. Okay. We'll have to keep this as a segment eventually. Yeah, more work for Brian. Anyways, the following <laughs> Canadian television show was given the axe this week after 18 seasons. Your options are Big Brother Canada, Entertainment Tonight Canada, or Murdoch Mysteries. Which of the three is that? I know this. It's Enter- Entertainment Tonight Canada. That is correct. How would you know that, though? I, I saw it like, pop up in the headlines on my phone for some I thought reason. you don't look at those. I don't. Sometimes things just pop up. All right, so, so you're one for one. So I get, I get my news by osmosis. I don't actively look for it. Right. It just comes to me. Um, okay, number two. What weird incident happened this week in the Canadian Parliament? Do you know this one? I, I think I have an inkling of her, I've heard people talk about okay. stuff, but let's, let's see if I get it. One, Parliament accidentally acknowledged former U.S. President Donald Trump's various accomplishments during his tenure. Two, Parliament accidentally voted to give themselves a pay cut as part of an omnibus bill uh, that quickly had to be repealed. And three, Parliament accidentally acknowledged a Nazi. 
I wish it was number two because it'd be fun to see them give each other a pay cut, but it is number three. It is number three, yes. We, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, someone in the Liberal Party stepped down because of this. So, Oops. <laughs> Just between that, you know, between our India issue last week and accidentally acknowledging, I don't know, like Nazis, World War II Nazis, not, not a great look, right? So, all right. I feel like number three in the final one is the one that's going to break you, Angela, because you're two for two right now. Oh, no. Okay. What annual Montreal event is happening this weekend, September 30th, October 1st, that will force the closure of several downtown streets? Now, I've listed the weekend. It's not a full weekend. It's one of the two days. Okay. So the first one is the Montreal Marathon. The second one is the Anti-Police Brutality March. And the third is Montreal Care Fiesta, Angela. Which of the three would you believe it to be? I'm going to say the thing that causes so many problems every year, the Anti-Police Brutality March, that it usually ends up in police brutality. Angela, you were wrong, my friend. You're wrong. Uh, uh, so it is the Montreal Marathon. So basically, the Anti-Police Brutality March happens in the spring, and Care Fiesta happens in July. Oh, see, I, I, see, I, I knew you would break me with that one. So I, I figured one of the three would get you, and that was going to be the one. Um, Are so you running the Montreal Marathon? Oh, with this knee? Yeah, absolutely. Like you, I'm not ready to go outside. That is not true, actually. I took a very nice walk yesterday. Something I wanted to talk about for a little while now is, so every once in a while, I go and find a random Facebook group to join, and I joined a group called Hoagie Gurus. So basically, it's a group of 10,000 people posting pictures of hoagies. Angelo, um, to those not on the know, hoagie is a sandwich, right? Meat, lettuce, tomato, it's a hot dog a sandwich. We're not playing that game tonight. A hoagie it's a hamburger is a sandwich. sandwich. Yes. Um, and so I managed to get on the page, Brian. I, I had mentioned to you earlier this morning, Facebook was going to be trouble. I still get a lot of garbage in front of it telling me to log in or sign up so I can connect with friends, family, and people I know. But I managed to kind of read a few things. These are some good-looking sandwiches. There's a lot, yeah. One of them posted, uh, uh, keep in mind, this is like 10,000 people, uh, several thousand active any given month. What is up, cat? Goodbye, lollipop. And uh, what I wanted to talk about, though, is the, the controversy going down right now in hoagie gurus, which is whether or not mayo is suitable for a hoagie. So I saw a bunch of stuff. Like, for example, are you Brian Dennehy, by the way? There's a, <laughs> no, I'm not saying this actor Bri- Brian Dennehy. No, no, somebody named Brian Dennehy. No, no, posted, I use my real name on there, for better or for worse. My father originally invented the hoagie. In order to be a hoagie, you must have mayo on it. <laughs> which is obviously Otherwise, not true. Yeah, otherwise just a sandwich. Anyways, it's just an eternal question to lay out there whether or not hoagies need mayo. You can let us know over on the Double NC website contact form, doublenc.net. Click on the contact form. If you want to email us, doublenc.podcast.gmail.com. Can I, can I interject in here? Yes. So a lot of these sandwiches look like they're using Italian deli meats. That is correct. Could you say it the right and way? It, Could you say sandwich? Sandwich. There we go. Thank you. Okay. So a lot of these sandwiches uh, <laughs> and... Like Italian deli meats don't go well with you don't think mayo. So? Not, I guess not. Uh, right? Like, yeah. It depends which one. So look, for example, this weekend we had He's a birthday with party hand, by the parents. way. Right now, like my, really my, oh, yeah, yeah. No, seriously, parents, you, you literally bursted out the hand the second you were ready to talk about this. Well, my parents brought over the the meats that they make. Right. right. Like in their eighties, they're still making capicolo and prosciutto and and soppressata, and they bring them. Those do not go well with mayonnaise. Correct no, me if not. I'm wrong. They like prosciutto not. and mayonnaise. No. Prosciutto mayonnaise, maybe like I don't, no, but it's also a texture really. thing. Like, like prosciutto is kind of like an oilier meat, right? Yeah, it's very soft, slippy. Right? So, like, yeah. it could, you could build a slide out of it, I think. Yeah, but like ham definitely goes great with mayo. Correct. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it depends on the deli meat, right? Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to further um, investigate this by eating more sandwiches. Sa- sorry, sandwiches. 
Is my camera still zooming in and out? It is for not. You, You're normal now. Okay. I wonder what happened. I I think uh, so. The along with Sonoma, the studio display got an update. So, oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Super weird having a a monitor that has like a mini iPhone in it, basically that has to get an update when iOS is, uh, updates come out too. Yeah. Uh, so, Angelo, can I borrow like I don't know, like six hundred bucks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Because Tinder just announced a four hundred and ninety nine tier called Tinder Select. And uh, it's 500 bucks a month. And basically, you get to do things like message people who you didn't match with, which sounds like active harassment to me. I was going to say, that's harassment. Uh, So Tinder is actively promoting harassment as long as you can afford to do so. Yes, correct. Luckily, they they, they limit the amount of direct messages you could send, I think, twice a week. So the person can ignore you the rest of the week, but you can bother them twice a week. You can. So what you have to do basically is you have to uh, have your, it's called a five point select screen. So basically you have to hit all five points of your profile, um, verified photo, biography, five interests, at least four images and details about what kind of relationship you're um, looking for. And then, yeah, you can kind of just start messaging random people. So, you know, whatever. As someone that was married before the advent of dating apps like Tinder, I don't really know much about them apart from the whole swipe left, swipe right meme. I don't even know which is the correct way to swipe. What's like, if you swipe right, you're happy with the person. Swipe left, no good? Correct. Is that what it is? Yes. Okay. Actually, so funny, funnily enough, at one point, um, an ex-coworker slash friend of mine and I were going to start a service helping people write their Tinder bios, and we were going to call it Swipe Right, but W-R-I-T-E. That's super clever. Yeah. Unfortunately, like... Nothing uh, better than a business pun. <laughs> that would have actively done well. I think her being a woman, me being a man, we'd have a good mix of of viewpoints in terms of like what would make sense for bios and things like that. But then we we got into talking about like what if we're going to help like scumbags. We didn't want to help scumbags, right? So we're kind of like we're like now nah, let's not do that. Um, which is ultimately what killed it. Yeah, scumbags are never fun to uh, to help. <laughs> uh, Angelo Fiorentino, the most banal man on the internet, right here. I uh, I had a, I I just wanted to say in terms of business puns. Like we were saying before, did I ever tell you my favorite one I ever came across? Doors open. This was an old orchard when I was there for vacation. A hair salon called Curl Up and Die. <laughs> so, Angela, you don't know this at all, but there is actually a pretty um, infamous band called Curl Up and Die, American Metalcore. Does this uh, branch into the... Uh, to the next thing I want to talk about, yes. So yes, I was watching the... a video, an hour-long video of 220 um, subgenres of metal music, and I knew about most of them, but this one I did not know about. And um, basically, it's extreme caveman metal music. Very harsh it noise. Um, a lot of like different grunts. So caveman cult, prehistoric war cult, Antibulian, uh, Neanderthals, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Vomit Rod, of course. I can't forget Vomit I Rod. Listened, I listened to some of this. I listened to Caveman Cult. I went on the YouTube listen to about i don't know 10 minutes of it it's a lot of noise but there's some really good shredding in the background there is but also like but it's just nicely. kind of it kind of gets overwhelmed with yes. the noise yes it's, it's supposed to talk to the reptile like, part of your brain because there's no like the drumming is just bonkers there's like grunting and stuff like you said yeah but then it's like weird oddly really clean shredding correct going on in the background <laughs> clearly not primitive no, and like really like high gain, but yeah. high gain in that not in like that Ingve Malmsteen type, right? right. Like it's I thought really you were high say gain, like but boss it's super metal clean. zone is like the perfect like you know pedal for this. 
Yeah, well, Boss Metal Zone, I've never used one, but oh, I, I hear so they're noisy. And yeah. I, I have like a, a Metal Zone um, in my Boss right. Katana app. You, you like, don't, you're never going to use it, though. I, I mean, I've tried it. It's it's just really noisy. Yeah, it is. You got a whole lot I also, the, yeah, well, I also discovered something is that if I have the air purifier running in my room. Oh, you just gave me a thumbs up. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> that's weird. If I have that running, it really makes uh, a lot of uh, background noise on my guitar. It sure does. I turned it off does. while the guitar was on and it just went silent. I'm like, oh, my guitar sounds really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a, so at work, I have a, one specific client who likes to point a fan in his office when he's working. He forgets to turn it off. So when I start the call, it's like the noise, it's like a, a, a wind tunnel almost. It's yeah, the weirdest thing. Yeah, um, so, okay, so all of this led me to, okay, and so one of the descriptions here that uh, a man named James Blob, I assume it is a username, not necessarily a real name, <laughs> um, was talking about uh, extra Ooga Booga factor. And I dug around because I was curious, and it turns out that Ooga Booga um, can be construed as a slur against African people, which I thought was very interesting because I never thought about that. Oh. So if you Google it and you read the page, it's unfortunate. Also, I'm not going to read the. So I'm going to I'm going to drop this in the show notes because I, Angela, just go ahead and click on it, and I want you to read the related articles. That's all I want to do. So I want you to hit the Wiktionary and go down and read. See also things I cannot say aloud because these are bad. Ooh, wee. yeah, I cannot say those words. I would no, no, no. That's these aren't good. So, anyways, I discovered that you can't really say Ugubuka. Um, which is and now uh, you can just keep saying it though, Brian. Do you have to bleep yourself? No, I, I do feel like I approach this in a good faith kind of way. I don't, I never thought about um, the regional issue that it presents on a global stage. Okay, okay, <laughs> anyways, with that in mind, let us head on over to the paranormal side of things, Angela, where I will need your wallet once more. And it has not been deleted this week. No, it hasn't been deleted. That is correct. Yeah, it's, it is intact. It should be. For, yeah, it should yes. be. <laughs> for better or for worse, it is still there. And uh, yeah, let's check it out. Double Density presents the sounds of your youth. Double Density. Welcome back to Double Density. As always, we're switching gears from tech to the paranormal. Hello, Angelo. We're back. Hi again. We're back. You- We've uh, we took a we took an extended break. Yeah, we walked around. Uh, you know. Uh, gave herself some breathing room, and then we're. I wonder if people believe that because we actually ended the tech segment about minute twenty and a half seconds ago. ago. Yeah, a minute and a yeah, half 20, ago. <laughs> really, you that that long? Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, we talk. We we're social creatures, you and I. So that's what. Yeah, let's let's let in uh, on what we do. What happens when we do that transition? We actually just talk for a few minutes, uh, patting ourselves on the back on how great the first segment went. <laughs> or how much we're enjoying each other's company, I think, is also a, a big part of, of what works between us, right? So, And we are both extremely tired tonight because I had to go to the office. And I, do you find that you don't really have to go to offices anymore, right? Like your job I don't is believe in them, remote. No. Yeah. I, I don't believe in them either, but they do exist, and I have to go. And uh, I'm really exhausted. Yeah. Like going it's a lot the- of social interaction and having to put a facade on during the day that you do. It's like a muscle, right? Like you haven't really trained it in two years um, to such a regular degree. Yeah. And I remember being tired after a day of work and not having that when I'm working from home and such a different experience and, and including the walk and the commute and all that, that, that takes up some time. So, oh, I, I do have just a tech update quickly. The iPhone 15 Pro Max radios for cell data and stuff are a lot better than the 12. 
I know this because if I'm streaming video at a certain spot where I'd lose video for a good minute and a half to two minutes, I now only lose it for about 10 seconds. Are you talking about on the train? Yeah, on the train. You know, I figured you were in your, I figured maybe you were in your, you know, standing out where the car is kind of in your driveway trying to figure out what's going on. No, no, no. As I'm, as I'm on the train, there's an area where it's like a dead zone in the middle of the forest where ghosts live and where you would go to uh, get some crystals perhaps. <laughs> but that's where the I would cut out for a good minute. No, 10 seconds, pretty good. All right, let's talk about cash grabs, Angela. So my wife sent over this Instagram video that we were, uh, she and I were laughing about, and she's like, I think you should look into this. And I did. And so there is something going on in Sedona right now, thanks to Sedona. the LightNet. I know, thanks to the uh, LightNet um, organization. So it turns out they're doing something called the Contact 250 event where there's numerous other things right now so for example there is um today for example a special event pass for something called raising our vibration we're going to talk about it in a sec because i want to show you an awful website and then after that tomorrow friday 29th of september 50 dollars usd for a spoon bending party and that is the instagram video that my wife sent over and so i visited the spoon bending event page and uh let me tell you i'm not buying this not buying this a whole lot describe to me what you're seeing Okay, well, I went to the Instagram page first, and I watched the video. They're so joyful. They're super excited about bending the spoons and how they're bending, but they're literally bending spoons. It's nothing special happening there. They're holding spoons in their hand, and I'm doing the bending motion. I wonder if the camera is going to decide to do something with Not that. zooming but in slowly. I, I'm bending it back and forth, and they're like, wow, it's bending. But they're bending the spoon, right? Like, am I, am I off base? Here? No, you're not. No, you're not. So they're literally bending spoons. They're excited about that, which... Yeah. You're spending $50 to bend spoons with others. Because if they were holding it in their hand, not moving, and the spoon bent then, that would be extraordinary. But that's not what's happening. Do you have the webpage open? Let me go to it. I don't have the... The Instagram, no, just like... No, 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 I just meant yeah. the landing page, okay. yeah, because I want to talk about it for a bit, yeah. right? So there's a picture at the top of very happy-looking people, but the spoons are all bent in different kinds of ways, right? And as you'll note over here at the top, it says mind over matter, Right. Yes. On the, on the left. But then if you scroll down, mind over matter, there's a hyphen between mind over. It makes no sense. <laughs> then if you scroll down even better, so Angela, I want you to do me a favor, okay? Yeah. I want you to go where the lady is. The stock, I don't know if this is a stock image or not, but I want you to go down I where it do says. The, uh, yeah. Would there be a stock image of somebody holding be. a bent spoon? Honestly, let me take a look. Stock image woman. I think bent. I may have seen her in the Instagram video, so I don't I don't think it's a stock photo. She's also in the bit, picture above. She's the woman in the middle next to the guy in the cowboy hat. Oh, okay. So bad news. A lot of spend booting, uh, spend booting, oh boy. A lot of spoon <laughs> bending um, stock imagery is related to drugs. So that's not good. Oh, yeah. yeah well, it makes sense, actually. Yeah. But I want you to go ahead. Where it says, under no experience necessary. Could you read out the sentence right there that's in, in, in italics? The uh, citizen science gone rogue thing? It's not rogue, Angelo. It's rouge. I know. It's rouge. I just realized. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're missing a U. That, well, the U is misplaced, right? And then also the, um, the kind of like section header. Thank you. This is a quote unattributed. Thank you so much for hosting this event. I feel my whole belief system has changed because of it. Exclamation point, period. Fine. Uh, then it talks about your favorite person in the world, your yeller. Yeah. When I looked at this on my laptop, there were captions beneath your yeller's picture and the man in the middle who sort of looks like uh, Stephen Greer. He does a little bit, yeah. Scientist Jack Hook. Yeah, so I don't see that here, actually. Oh, and, reload, because yeah. I see them perfectly. Yeah, it's weird. It's it's not there. Let me just try reloading and see if that fixed it. No, they're not there for some reason. Okay. This... So they misspelled Yuri Geller's name to start off with. Yeah, and I, I, I 
brought the misspelling into the uh, into our notes where it talks about how Yuri Geller with an H, yes, invented spoon bending. I'm not quite sure he invented it. I think it was a technique already, but I do know he definitely popularized it in a way, though, that brought attention to himself because he popularized it in that he was actually bending the spoons, not portraying himself as a magician, but as somebody who had special powers. Yes, that is and, correct. Uh, friend of the show, James Randi, <laughs> actually exposed him on... Uh, the Johnny Carson show because Johnny right. Carson we know right like was an amateur magician yeah, who yeah. loved magic and he was not impressed by Uri Geller at all because what he did was he took away Uri Geller's spoons and gave him a bunch of Johnny Carson spoons and said hey bend these spoons buddy and you know what Geller did do you remember have you ever seen this he, he basically said oh I, I I don't I I'm not feeling it tonight I was gonna say like, he basically like yeah. begged off yeah he's like I, I don't I can't do this tonight I, something's wrong so my favorite part, too, is the obligatory mention, of course, of the Matrix, right? So uh, the third image in this uh, carousel of hope is just a picture of uh, the child. When well, Who does he – he visits the older woman whose name I can't remember. Um, and there's the little boy there. Uh, yeah, so this – I do have the caption for some reason on my computer. I just want – I'm going to send you a screenshot of this just to so you see. I don't have the caption. Also, Yuri Geller strangely looks like Tim Cook there with spoons over his eyes. He does. Yeah, yeah he does. So yeah, not not a great, um, um, not great. You, you, a lot of misspelling and things going on here. Obviously, mind over matter, et cetera, et cetera. Um, oh, Angela, there's some spoon bending tips, but they don't. They're if you go down to spoon bending tips, they're not there. No, it's just uh, it's just a bunch a of bunch people of weird saying things. Uh, like, Be curious and have fun. Believe, just trust that the spoon. Is a, and bent. then there's a video of a guy named Dean Radden who um, I mean who sort of looks like a weird Steve Jobs. Yeah. Uh there's a so lot there's going on. So there's both Tim Cook and Steve Jobs on this page. And then I go down to the Graduate School Bending Hall of Fame Angela, I don't see your name on here. Someone named Stone Hobbit was there online from New Zealand. Stone Hobbit. Okay, but and I mean aren't hobbits from New Zealand, right? That is correct. Um anyways, there's a bunch of there's a carousel at the bottom or just a a scrolling uh, uh, virtual cacophony. Oh, I see a problem here. What's up? Scroll further down. Look what they're bending. A fork. They're bending forks. Yeah. Do you they're think they ran? Like they, going, they went to Costco going and ran script. out. Yeah, they ran they're going out. off script. Oh, boy. Big yeah, all these people look spoons. very, uh, very Sedona-esque to me. Yeah, that is, is that like a is that is that like prejudice to say that? And also like, okay, hold on a sec. If you keep going, right? After these spoon bending Hall of Fames, there is a seed sprouting Hall of Fame where people are spreading seeds from their hands. I don't understand how that works. What is going on here? It looks like these. Oh, okay. No, I understand what's happening. So they're holding seeds in their hand and they start sprouting. Like the seeds just oh, start I see. I giving see. birth to the plant. <sighs> this reminds me of uh, David Blaine's trick that he did once in one of his street magic things where he. Uh, he brings a fly back to life. Oh yeah, and, and do you know how that's done? Like, can I can I reveal this? Reveal this? Yeah, go ahead. Here on the show. So basically, if you capture a fly and freeze it, it won't die. It'll just be frozen. And then what you can do is go like put it on like a windowsill somewhere on the street. Thought have out. somebody say, "Hey, come here." Take that's out. That's what the, I figured. That's what I pick figured. up the fly, put it in their hand. The warmth of the hand. We'll, we'll start thawing it out. You wave your hands over it, start stamping fingers, and it'll come back to life. That's what I figured. Okay, I'm glad that I was kind of on the right track with that. Yeah, you did not fool them. No. 
Oh boy, Angela, but it gets worse. For another 50 bucks, here, I'm going to send this into the chat here. Um, there's a workshop called Working uh, Workshop Making Music with ETs. Celestial Tuning and Making Music with ETs. Tomorrow, Look, September 3rd. The, the only acceptable way to make music with ETs is to use a theremin. That's that it. is correct. I love how if you go to the page, oh, there's a YouTube link. I did not even take a look at the YouTube link. Do you want to take a look at the YouTube link? Oh, yeah. Someone someone there needs to invest in Grammarly, right? So if you open up the Making Music with Aliens video from four weeks ago, um, can aliens use devices to play music? And aliens has an apostrophe uh, next to the end. So can a uh, possessive. Can aliens is... Now this is going to go into my YouTube account and screw everything up. That's fine. Two comments. 100 views. They've got so 1.61k Basically, you need to download what looks like an app of some sort that like yeah, recognizes uh, different what, tones. Yeah, I really want to do that. Oh, and they're using, um, if you scroll to like a minute and a half, they're using uh, walkie-talkies. Yeah, I mean, that's how aliens do make music, correct? Is that, what's, the, like, so on the, so in, if you go to the website. Yes. What's, is that like a weird tuning fork? With, yes, that with is a tuning 144, fork. 144, so yeah. like. 144 yeah. megahertz. Yeah, that's the, uh, the best sort of megahertz, right? <laughs> I mean, it's the two meter, right? So yes, the yeah. the best one, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. a ham radio frequency. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. Anyways, so you can sign up for this weekend. Uh, contact two fifty for um, four hundred bucks and get our access. Get access to the archives in the community, or else you get uh, for five fifty five, which is a weird number, but it probably has to do with some kind of. Isn't like a numerology. Yeah, well, because you can sign up to their to their membership with for eight. Oh eight, no, you know why it's five fifty five, Angela? Right? Why in numerology five fifty five is about transforming transformation and change. What about eight eighty eight? Because that's how much it costs for the membership per month. Oh right, eight point eight eight, or it's eighty eight bucks a year, right? So eighty eight. Yeah. So eighty eight is often associated with financial wealth. Okay, I wonder Abundance. if that had anything to do with Back to the Future. <laughs> you think so? Oh, maybe, maybe. Um, but yeah, so all this to say a whole lot of money you could spend out in Sedona if you decide to do this. And I'm kind of curious because they, they don't mention how they're going to get into contact with, uh, making you take contact apart from making music with them. Right. So I don't see anywhere that explains what's going on. So now Brian, this raising our vibration. Oh boy. Yeah. So, okay. So essentially this is a, a, um, so it's a $99 course or for, uh, interest-free payments of 24.75 views after pay, right? So basically okay. what it is, is a uh, man named Kevin Schrodinger is offering uh, a meditation session, right? And th- that's fine. But I just want you to visit his website, Angelo. Just go ahead and click on it. Uh, Brian, before we go on, please tell me he has a cat. He probably has a cat, yeah. That would not surprise me. Well, yeah, you're getting my joke. You get my joke, right? No. His name is Schrodinger. Well, it's not Schrodinger. I know, but it's close enough. I accept it. I accept it. Yeah. Thank uh, you. Whether or not you'll know that the website opens, right, is, uh, is up to you. So I'm on the website. Where yes. do you want me to go on here? It's, I just it's want you to horrifying. comment on the It's aesthetic. very purple. It's, it's got that um, mid-2000s stuck on GeoCities aesthetic. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, I, it's I, Okay, so you scroll down. Is there a web ring? No, unfortunately. No, no, no web ring. Too no. bad. Uh, but no footer either, which I find kind of funny. It's it's a very odd... Just a bunch of like line breaks at the end, which is like Somebody really needs to intrude into Squarespace. Because the spoonbending um, lightnet.org website is actually pretty, apart from all the horrible spelling mistakes and gram- grammatical errors, is actually not a bad-looking oh, site. Oh, boy. All right, Angelo, you ready for this one? So I, I, I right-clicked view source, 
And uh, whoever's managing the website is using something called PageBreeze Pro HTML Editor. And if you go to uh, PageBreeze.com, let me tell you, my friend, it is it is awful. It is beyond awful. Uh, apparently, the system requirements for this one are Microsoft IE 7.0 or more. Oh, my God. <laughs> this this still exists? Yeah. Incredible. PageBreeze. And this is like from 2016. Completely free terrible. download for personal use and will never expire. Get your free copy now. Yeah, I can understand why. It doesn't say which. I mean, you could do better by just using pages on your Mac. Yeah, for sure. Right. So you read, it's funny. If you read the meta contact, it's not even that good. Like this is poor. Anyways, I'm not going to answer this, but this is poor SEO, my friend. Um, but then if you want to head over to the main page of lightning.org, I want to point something out to you. If you just want to, um, you know, uh, this super, you know, guy or ripoff image, and then you go down, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you see contact 250 full schedule. Look at the poster, my friend. So this is what I, I mentioned also in the, the show notes is my exact words were look at those faces on the poster. There are a few interesting people. Uh, the most interesting to me, who do you think I'll say? Oh, it's very easy to say, Angelo. You're talking about our, my buddy Arcuters. Yes. Arcuters? Arcuters. And also a couple yeah. of people using uh, social media handles, including JK underscore Ultra. Uh, yeah. Sassy Indy 108. Love Coley Janine Indy 108, as you just said. She's in the spoon bending videos. She's the woman. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Zenka Caro is the woman, the founder of Lightnet. Okay. A quantum physics playground to research consciousness, miracles, and holistic problem solving. Stephen Altair. Oh. What's with all these Stevens and UFOs? I don't know. It's a good question. I'm very like. Uh... So the people gathered watching the UFO rise from uh, the mountains of Sonoma, Sedona, Sedona. Sonoma. Sedona. I'm still on. Yeah, Sonoma is the good, the good new operating system. That is correct. Sedona. What if uh, Apple made a Sedona operating system? What would happen? Oh, so many conspiracy theorists would read into it. I think. Would my computer start levitating? You wish. Um, last thing to note, of course, that they're talking about using the CE5 protocol, which, of course, is our friend Stephen Greer. So, don't know, don't know how I feel. About it that. always comes back to him. And like, listen, there are good people in the space. There are people who obviously believe in things like meditation. I understand that, but this is not it, my friend. This that is works. Not. Meditation is an actual thing. Using spoons to talk to the dead. No, um, creating music to talk to ETs. We tried that. We sent that into the space in what 1976? Didn't work. Now the so the thing I come away from with this though is in the Instagram video they do look like they're having a nice time. They're just bending yeah, spoons, but yeah, they yeah. look like they're enjoying themselves in a social avenue, and good for them. I agree. It just it makes me laugh that that you know you could spend hundreds of dollars doing this, and like hey, if you have that, then like good for you, I guess, right? I don't. Yeah. I mean, I would prefer to spend hundreds of dollars on guitar pedals, but to talk to the aliens. Zone. Yeah. Well, I can get some really cool sounds out of some of these things. <laughs> um so it's suffice it to say you're not interested in joining i do not want to spend the 888 a month i'd rather put that towards paramount plus so i can continue watching survivor or 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 bar rescue is that on paramount plus it sure is my friend great <laughs> you sound super enthused i feel like this is a good place to close the uh light Dance tab or tabs that i have running um and bring yeah. episode 244 to a close angelo where can people find us doubledensity.net and we have an actually nice website we do it's, of, it's, uh, fireside it's not done in html and of course like people have sent uh, a bunch of stuff in that i haven't had time to research because obviously we're doing this in such a short time frame but i can promise you once i return uh, once we return we'll be on it 
Definitely. Uh, we might take a, a break next week uh, because Canadian of Thanksgiving. Canadian Thanksgiving, yes. But we'll see. Angela's traveling to Ottawa to, to yell iPhones. at uh, at uh, our prime minister because of the Nazi thing. Yeah. like, And, uh, you know, we don't want to go into politics too much, but there are not many good choices. No. Uh, there are never any good choices. It, there's yeah. never a good choice anymore. That is the problem. With that depressing thought of mine, Angelo, you forgot to also mention uh, Twitter, <laughs> double underscore density, and then Instagram, X. double density podcast. I'm not doing X. Twi- Twitex? Yeah. Twitex, I guess, would be okay. Instagram has changed their name, too, to uh, Metagram. No, they haven't. That was my fake news for the week. You try, but it's not happening. Okay, folks, tune in next week or the week after as Angelo and I uh, decide to go to Sedona super randomly for no reason at all. I'll see you on the plane. We're going to go there on a UFO. 